All right. Hey, guys. I'm Karina. And I'm Eric. And welcome back to The Late Podcast. The Law According to Eric. Sorry, I forgot to say it. (laughs) All right. So this week, I've pulled a holiday season special, and I've pulled all questions regarding the holiday season. Um, most of them are people who complain about working the holiday season, but you know, I tried to sift through them. No, I appreciate more. it. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking forward to this one. This, this should make for some good, uh, content before we start though. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you follow Will Smith in the snow? I don't know. How do you look for the fresh prince? Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, did, did Karina forget her dad? No, I have it. I okay, have right. it. I've had it. Okay. Go ahead. Did you hear about the guy who got hit in the head with the can of soda? No. He was lucky. It was a soft drink. It didn't hurt that much. Oh, no. I didn't know. That <laughs> Mine still wins. Will Jennifer Smith. laughed. No, Jennifer laughs at everything. Will Smith, Will Smith is more relevant. Will Smith is always relevant as long as he's married to her. That's true. Good point. <laughs> One day we should actually do an episode of like family law dynamics. and Talk about them. Yeah. Especially like, the entanglements and whatever nonsense. By the way. Is it a thing? I don't know. I'm asking honestly because I'm not that up on pop culture. Mm-hmm. Is it a thing to just make up words that mean other things, but nobody else knows what they mean? Yeah. Okay. Because like when Jada Pinkett Smith says <laughs> she had entanglements, and that was a like a, her polite way of saying she was cheating. Yeah. I've never heard that term. Is it, she's make that up. Are we just can we just make shit up? Yeah, I've never seen that word till then, and I think that's why it was like so viral to use that word. I okay, think, but yeah. I, no, I'm just asking. Like, is, yeah. is, is the is the world code of etiquette now? Except where I can just make up a word. Yeah, it's and always been like on Mean Girls when she made up fetch. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see Mean Girls. <laughs> Did you watch Mean Girls? Of course. Yeah, how when she made up the word fetch, and that that came from there. They just made up fetch. I'm like there that's was, so fetch. So there was an episode of Modern Family where uh, the characters Cam and Claire were partners on remodeling a house, mm-hmm. and in order to constantly confuse Cam because he was overspending, she would make up words like eleventy-three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that's why, because I, I, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll try something like that, you know, just to, just see if I can get away with it. See All if right. it goes along. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's start our mission of spreading holiday cheer. Uh, our our insomnia cookies haven't arrived yet. I will. I'm gonna just make a an awful confession to insomnia that uh, insomnia doesn't deliver near where I live. So I got a competitor cookie called Stuffed Cookies. They're these like really big, thick, heavy. Cookies like s'mores, birthday cake, whatever. The slutty ones. Yeah, the slutty cookie. That's like the brownie. Yeah. Whatever, like blondies, whatever they call them. I think that's why they're blondies, so they say yeah. slutty or whatever. But here's the bottom line: nothing beats insomnia. Yeah. I'm sorry for stepping out on them. I had one today. Yeah. And let me tell you, I, yes, I. For our 117 listeners now. Two twelve. Two twelve. For our 212 <laughs> listeners, I brought the remaining. Stuffed cookies from my house to the office. Yeah, doesn't seem like anybody else wants them either. <laughs> we all want insomnia, so we got an insomnia on the way. Yeah, there's a lot more holiday ones out right now. I as well. cannot wait, mm-hmm. and it's still buy one get one, or yep. there's always a deal. Yeah, greatest cookies ever. I'm I think this you. week also they said if you have like a student ID, you can get like six free cookies, something like that. If you just show them a student ID. Oh, I gotta send them to my kids. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. First one, probably stood out of luck, but I might as well ask. My boss is requiring that every employee log volunteer hours at various local charities during the holiday season. He says that eight hours per week will be mandatory, but he recommends 12 or more. Oh. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm sorry. 
Did I hear that right? Her boss is yep. forcing yep. them to volunteer minimum of eight hours a week. Yep. For the whole holiday season. Without pay. Without just pay. Go volunteer your mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I just I, I think the boss understands the meaning of the word volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Okay. So she says. I, mean, um, I did, but it, it startled me. I can't afford to commit to eight hours a week to anything right now that isn't a paying job. I know volunteering is important, but I'm in a position where I need to take care of my own family first. I'm assuming that he can't really force me to do this without pay, but if I choose not to, he can fire me. What should I do here? What would you do here? Okay, well, that's a good what would Eric do. Yeah. I don't know what state she's in. It doesn't say. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. The labor laws might be different, but let me let me try to answer it in, in mm-hmm. the best order I can. First of all, you don't have to explain yourself or justify. Yeah. There is no law that I'm aware of that makes allows an employer to force his employees to volunteer their time at a charitable event or organization mm-hmm. as part of their employment. Now, having said that, if for example, I hire an associate attorney, I can require that they do a certain number of pro bono hours, mm-hmm. but that's on behalf of the firm. Right. Right? That's not me saying to them Okay, and on top of whatever work I give you, I want you to spend two hours a day or eight hours a week or whatever at, you know, some soup kitchen on your own, number one. Number two, I do not believe she can be fired for declining to volunteer at a charity. What if she simply just doesn't believe in these organizations? I mean, I hate to say it, but there are people that really don't. And and let me tell you, um, it's not completely uh, crazy because there Mm. was – there have been a lot of these alleged 501c3s of these charitable mm-hmm. organizations where in reality a tiny fraction of donations yeah. actually go to those in need and the bulk of it pays for their administrators and their salaries mm-hmm. and their overhead. It's not to say like a big company like the Red Cross or UNICEF or mm-hmm. you know whatever they don't have overhead, you know, United Way, but at the same time some of these charities definitely take advantage of it. Definitely. So she could simply be a person it's like, look, I don't believe in these, or I prefer to donate yeah. directly to like a homeless person I see on the street, mm-hmm. whatever. My point is, I don't believe the boss can fire her yeah. for that. And I actually think, I hate to say this, but if you are in California, specifically Los Angeles, and you tell your boss you don't want to volunteer eight hours a week for the entire holiday season uh, because uh, you can't afford it, and he fires you, come see me. <laughs> All right. And, you heard it here. And I want to add the name of the company because that name of the company is going to be named you. Pretty soon, <laughs> if that's what happens. Yeah. So, that, that was crazy to me. That, yeah, that does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's that's starting off like a Grinchy kind of. <laughs> Don't bring in the Grinch to this. He didn't do anything to this. Okay. Right. <laughs> for, for our over two hundred <laughs> listeners now, Karina has a weird fetish. For oh my god. We'll save that. We'll save that for a different episode. We'll save that for our Christmas episode. All right. My parents' five-year-old divorce resurrects every holiday season for the past two years. I don't know why it says they're five-year-old divorce for the last two years, but math wasn't mathing there. (laughs) (laughs) My father wants his name off of the mortgage of my mother's home. Every Christmas season, his lawyer sends over a letter demanding she sells the house and gives him half of the equity. In the divorce, they split three homes. My mother took two and he took one, also agreeing that the house he built overseas in Europe will go to me. My question is, because my mother has bad credit, she has been having a lot of trouble getting approved for refinancing the home in order to remove his name. She also seems to have trouble getting a reverse mortgage, which I don't even feel comfortable with her applying for. 
but it seems to be a solution to the problem. My father is pretty rootless, but he divorced and took all the money, rounded up the cards, and then he moved away. Now he told me on Thanksgiving that he hopes that she gets arrested, and if she doesn't do as he says and complies to the letters his lawyer has sent her. He claims she owes him money, but it's all verbal, and for all I know, he could just be greedy. It would not be the first time. I love my father, but I think it is cruel that he always chooses to do this during the Christmas season. Does anyone have any suggestions for what she can do to keep this house? No, because if it's part of a court-ordered divorce decree, mm -hmm. then she's technically in violation of a court order mm -hmm. by either not buying his share out or not selling it and splitting the proceeds, mm -hmm. which is usually what divorce courts will allow as an option. Mm -hmm. One party can buy the other party out for a set-upon amount or agreed-upon amount, or they sell the asset and they split the net proceeds after mm -hmm. taxes, transfer tax, commissions, all that kind of stuff. Now. Is it a dick move for the dad to do this during the holidays? You know, for every Christmas? <laughs> yeah, probably. But, I mean, it's, and it's not him. It's his lawyer, although he's yeah. instructing the lawyer to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but it's not illegal, and technically he'd be in the right. Yeah. Uh, as far as him, in the beginning, him taking all the money, running up the credit cards, usually that kind of stuff is resolved in, in the divorce proceeding, mm -hmm. you know, where the divorce court will assign a certain amount of repayment or what's called like equalization payments, mm -hmm. you know, to the other side to make uh, when something like this happens. But as far as uh, her having a hard time refining, okay, by the way, reverse mortgages, I think are never a good idea. Yeah. For, uh, we can have a whole episode on that in the bankruptcy context. Mm -hmm. I've, I've dealt with some pretty unscrupulous lenders that did reverse mortgages for elderly people that were mm -hmm. about to lose their homes. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely do a yeah, topic okay. on that. Yeah. Uh, on um, but, her, I hate to say this because it does sound like maybe she's you know trying her best or whatever, mm -hmm. at least according to the child. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it's really not the father's problem if her credit's bad. Yeah, there's a court order; she'll have to sell or she'll have to find a hard money lender or some mm -hmm. other kind of lender. But that's just where we are. Okay, next one. Uh, forgive me if I don't pronounce the word Diwali right. I think that's how you say it, Diwali. Tenant not allowed to put up his Diwali lights. A Hindu coworker of mine rents an apartment. His complex allows tenants to put lights on the balcony for, from Thanksgiving to New Year's to celebrate the holiday season. But being Hindu, his holiday starts in October. Anyways, this last October, the apartment complex made him take down his lights as they only allow lights during the holiday season. I'm wondering if this counts as the apartment complex practice, practicing religious discrimination. He really likes to be allowed his lights next year, but as a non-citizen on a work visa, he isn't willing to make a big fuss. Any small steps he could take here? Well, okay, first, his being a non-citizen doesn't matter. Yeah. He's on a valid work visa. He's here mm -hmm. legally, so that's all fine. And even if he wasn't, honestly, equal protection applies to equal, yeah. equally. Now, it's an interesting question in that if they don't define in their lease or written agreement what holidays constitute the holiday season. Well, yeah, they do from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Okay, so if, if they say that mm -hmm. and he agrees to it and yeah. signs the lease, then I think he's out of luck. I hate to say it. Yeah. Now, it doesn't make sense to me that, I mean, it seems like in the spirit of that clause, they yeah. would maybe make an exception, especially because mm -hmm. we're only talking about like a 30-day difference. Yeah. Right? But legally, in my opinion, he may have waived that right, so to speak, yeah. by agreeing to that. In theory, he could have said, I need to make this amendment to this lease or change mm -hmm. it because the holiday that I celebrate fall a little bit sooner than Thanksgiving right. does. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. So he signed it. And generally speaking, again, this is what, what Eric do. It depends on the jurisdiction you're in. Mm -hmm. Most courts will look at what's called the four corners of the document. That's a legal term of art that means whatever's contained on the piece mm -hmm. of paper you sign, nothing external. 
which means even if he had sat down and he said, listen, guys, I'm going to sign them. I love this apartment. I can't wait to move in. But I just need to put up lights a little bit early. And the manager's like, yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. That doesn't count if it's not right. in the written document, right, mm-hmm. the four corners of the document. So I hate to say it, but he, he, you know, probably too bad. I also wonder if people are allowed to decorate for Halloween because it would be like October. Well, but, that's, that, but that might fall outside of that's true. this type of scope. That's true. Right. Yeah. Now, what I might do if I were him is just put the lights inside. Yeah. Right. And just enjoy them internal mm-hmm. until November if he still wants to put them out. Yeah. I know it's not, maybe it's not quite the same thing, but, but maybe when is a compromise. Win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what we say in poker? Up is up. There you go. If you leave the table <laughs> winning $1 or $1 million, it's a win. Yeah, it is. There's some flaw to that logic. I'll explain to you in episode, but just generally speaking. All right, next one. A customer on Amazon abused the promotional code I gave them, and now I've lost <laughs> more than 50000 in inventory. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. This is actually might be serious. All right, go ahead. It just, sorry. It sounded like somebody was like, Yo, I got this Amazon email with a discount. No, no. My fucker neighbor grabbed, like, looked over my shoulder and used it. Now I can't. No, okay. no, this, this is way worse. All right, go ahead. Okay. I sell a line of products on Amazon and recently had an upset customer. To appease them, I gave them a promotional code to buy something else from my company for 98% off. But I asked them not to share it with anyone else as it could easily be abused, which they agreed to. A few days later, I find I suddenly have an enormous amount of pending orders, at least 70 times more than I normally would expect. Amazon starts sending them out, and I realize that they're all using the code, and I'm actually losing a lot of money on each one. Obviously, the earlier customer has shared this code with a large group to get back at us for whatever she thought we caused her. I sent a frantic email to Amazon explaining the situation and asked them to cancel the orders, but at that point, it was too late. It took them almost 24 hours to respond. The orders... By which, by the point that 900 out of the 1,100 orders had already been shipped. They said they had deactivated the code and canceled the remaining 200 orders, but nothing could be done about those already shipped. Right now, we're basically screwed. It was our flagship product, and we not only lost most of our stock, we're out of the shipping on Amazon fees as well. And perhaps most importantly, we're not going to have any stock just as the holiday season is starting. This may very, end our com- this may very well end our company. What are our options here? Yeah, no options. <laughs> No, no. I, I mean, I'm sorry to be curt, but yeah. you know what? That was a huge risk they took. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's not possible to set up like a one-time code. That's what I was going to say, too. Right? I mean, yeah. I've used that before, like Grubhub. Yeah. I'll get a code for like a discount. Mm-hmm. I'll use it. If I try to use the same one, it's like, no, no, that code's yeah. already used. So it's expired. Well, it's like when, remember when we got Amazon Business and they gave me a one-time code. Right. Which even like when we were trying to put it in, even just putting it in when it didn't work, it expired that same code. We had to get a new code. Even right. Then. Exactly. So. so I hate to say it, they probably didn't think that this customer was going to do that. By the way, that's a very savage thing for the customer to do. Yeah. It feels like he intentionally is putting him out of business. Maybe. I want to say he put it on social media. Whatever. Code. Yeah, because for all of those orders, he can't know that many people. No, you're probably right. <laughs> Maybe they would have a case for tortious interference, like where he intentionally put out the code when they asked him not to. If they put it in writing to say, look, this is for you only, please don't share it. We won't, you know, and he did anyway, that might strengthen it a little bit. Our batter might got cut off on accident, but now back to the podcast episode. Okay. Okay. I think we're fine now. Okay. So it's starting again. That's okay. That's what we get live. Yeah. We work through the glitches. Anyway, the point I'm making is that maybe they have some kind of legal action, but I would find a funding source. There's a bunch of these like business capital or merchant cash advanced companies. Mm -hmm. It's expensive money. It's it's like, you know, sharecropper math when it comes to how they calculate their interest and repayment. But if this business is his livelihood and he's got yeah. no other options, I think, you know, that's it. Save your business first. 
and then worry about this, what, what I think actually is a pretty shitty human being for doing that. No, literally, yeah. Okay, next one. Employed, won't pay overtime, but they offer store credit instead. <laughs> I work for a small business, and recently they asked me to work an extra day a week, making me work more than 40 hours to help out for the holiday season. They told me they won't pay me overtime, but that I could get store credit instead. It would just be my hourly rate times how many hours I, I worked extra. I declined. I don't really have any need for the items to be sold in the store. Many other employees do it part do participate willingly, but I know it's technically illegal. I'm currently getting ready to leave this job, and I might report them for some other fishy things they do. What would you do if you were me? <laughs> so it doesn't really, okay, so what would Eric do? Yeah. Okay, first of all, that's not a question. She's already made up her mind. She's leaving, yeah. yeah. Number two, she's right. I'm guessing, uh, again, I don't know of any state that would allow that, but yeah. generally speaking, uh, that is not legal. Yeah. Right? And, and offering store credit, that's actually insulting. I'll tell you yeah. why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Besides the fact that who knows what they sell, like if they sell, you know, fucking igloos or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, who knows? Yeah. Right? Like she said, she doesn't really need their products. Yeah. They have shitty yeah. knockoff, like fake mascara products or like fake makeup stuff, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But putting that aside, let's assume that what they sell their products for are at a, you know, a healthy markup yeah. from what they actually pay. So now imagine I say to you, hey, Karina, for your eight hours at X per hour, all right, let's say you get 40 bucks an hour, okay, times eight, that's $320. I'm going to give you $320 of store credit. Yeah. Maybe you can buy three items. No, yeah. But in actuality, those three items cost me nine bucks. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. that, that, that's like even worse. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I don't want to stereotype, but I'm, I'd be curious to know what kind of people own that business. Yeah, that's what I'm like. But uh, no, that's not legal. Yeah. Uh, she absolutely should report that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what other things they're doing, but yeah. if they seem so comfortable in doing this, they are probably not the most above board place. So, yeah, again, what would Eric do? Eric would call his local <laughs> labor relations or whatever immediately. Yeah. And yeah. report the fuck out of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and and I would I would really be curious to know. I mean, I, I don't know if there's any way for us to find out, but uh, I, I wonder what they sell. I, mean, I really want to know. Yeah. Well, only because you have to also be a very conceited business to think. That they need it so bad. want your yeah. stuff, right? Now, if if she worked like at a supermarket where she'd have to buy groceries every week and then anyway, yeah, then the, it's a yeah, more understandable. But what if it's like some like like a fucking ugly sweater store or something, right, or whatever, you know, like or like a, a candle store. You ever seen those candle stores? Like that's, they just sell candles. And yeah, shit, yeah. Right. I, you know what? I, <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, what if she worked at like a fishing supply store or something, yeah, and like right, all yeah, you could find? Right. Yeah, like an outdoor. <laughs> yeah. Place. Like yeah. what if she doesn't want that? Yeah, we'll give you these lanterns. <laughs> Right, and this smelly bait, right? And uh, you know, and you'll get credit. You can get you can get three cans of bait, you know, whatever. And the worms. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I just I mean, that's it's actually a very cute question in a sense. I, I don't doubt that that struggle is real for her. Yeah. But I, she's definitely already made her mind, and you know, her instincts are right. Just that's it. Now, I feel a little bad if there are people that need that job that might lose it because the government yeah. will probably shut that business yeah. down, yeah. or they will be fined heavily for doing yeah. it. But unfortunately, with businesses like that, if they're not stopped, they never will. Yeah. And they may even get worse. They're like, if you work eight hours, we'll give you 50% credit on your next four. You know, we'll give you 50% off of your discount. 
you know, or whatever, like mm -hmm. even worse. So, yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Almost. Can I just share a funny, yeah, a funny but not funny DoorDash story? Yeah. What so, happened now? Yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, I I I have found a very very good chicken parm sandwich from a place locally called Uncle Paulie's Deli. The sandwich is very packed, very heavy, and honestly, Jennifer and I shared one the other day. It was enough for both of us. Okay, it was very good. Anyway, so yesterday I said, you know, I'm going to get me that sandwich that way. Mm -hmm. So first I went on Postmates. Why would you go there? Because it was annoying with the signature thing all the time, and oh. I was just, whatever. You know, I was busy, so I said, oh, and I think you were going to the bank. I don't know, whatever. It was whatever it was. Okay, so... Okay, Postmates, fine. We got your order. Okay, good. Uh, on its way, hey, your order has arrived, and you know they like give you a link to a picture. Okay, so the driver. This is an office building that we work in, folks. I don't work out of my house. The driver basically took my hot sandwich and left it with the open door, cold lobby of the building. He left it downstairs. Two stories down. Yeah, two floors down. So okay. Now, Where there's, down? There's not even anywhere to leave it at. Where yeah, you there's like it? a little ledge, like a, like a kiosk. Almost, <laughs> that gives it the address of the building, like when you first look at it. Oh, right. But it's the one to the side. It's yeah. weird. Right. Okay. So it could not have taken me more than forty-five seconds to click the link, look at the picture, identify right. where my sandwich is, take the elevator down. I get there, the fucking sandwich is gone. Someone stole your sandwich. Somebody, or either that, or what I think. Is I think the driver decided she wanted a chicken parm hero. She put the sandwich there, took a picture, and then just grabbed it and left. But Can we grab like, camera footage? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to do this. But what was more upsetting was, number one, Postmates wouldn't do anything about it. What? I'm like, I didn't get my order. They're like, well, here's the picture, sir. I'm like, look where the fucking picture is. It's the lobby of an office building. This is not my yeah. suite. This is not me. Eventually, but it took me like 20 minutes, they refunded me. Okay. Okay. So then I said, okay, I'm going to go to Old Faithful DoorDash. Did it on DoorDash. This is wild, by the way. I'm still fighting online with the customer service people because there's no phone number to call. So Eric has beef with DoorDash. He yeah. always has beef okay. with DoorDash. So five minutes after, mm -hmm. mind you, I'm getting hungry. Right. Five minutes after, the DoorDash person calls, sorry, sir, Uncle Polly's can't process your order. There's a glitch in their system. I oh, wait a minute. I just had an order processed. Yeah. But, you know, okay, whatever. They canceled Finally, in a feat of desperation, I went to Grubhub, got my sandwich. It took me three attempts with three different delivery services just to get my one goddamn sandwich. So, all right, sorry. I just wanted to vent. What's on that sandwich? It's just a chicken, a fried chicken cutlet, mm -hmm. marinara sauce, and melted mozzarella. I can't have it. Well, it's because of the <laughs> cheese, but you can get it without the cheese. No, I can't really have a lot of uh, tomato oh, either. That, oh, what's the point? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jennifer, the last time we went to that place, mm -hmm. uh, she had a uh, uh, like an Italian roast beef sandwich with mm -hmm. peppers on it. She said it was really good, too. Last time we got deli sandwiches, Eric said I was the whitest person here for getting that. I'm not because even white. you got, like, chicken salad. <laughs> like, you, you know, we're, we're literally, we're, we're, we're getting our food from, like, a New York deli. Like, it sounded good. Uh, I'll have a chicken salad sandwich on white. It sounded good. Yeah, that sounds fucking delicious, right? <laughs> and by the way, this is the worst part. Just for our now, I, I'm bet, I bet you we get more than two twenty uh, listeners. By the way, it was white bread with like a slather of white mayo on top of a mayonnaise full chicken salad sandwich. 
He's a hater. I, well, everybody, <laughs> anybody that knows me knows I hate mayonnaise yeah. with a passion. Odd, though, because I love Thousand Island dressing on salad, but I hate mayonnaise. Oh, I found out. Remember the salad I get from California Chicken Cafe? It's Thousand. It's not mayo, what they like mix it in. You so. didn't know. I, I, I only get the Chinese chicken salad. Anyway, <laughs> so that's my, my sandwich yeah. story. Sorry. All okay, right. Next one. All right, Are you ready for yeah, this? I'm ready. Groped at the holiday work party. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shouldn't laugh. Okay, okay. Sorry. Sunday evening, I attended a holiday party for my company. Everyone was drinking and having a good time. I'm standing at the bar with several coworkers and my boyfriend. Out of nowhere, one of the owners slash higher-up managers comes up behind me, placed his hands directly underneath both of my breasts, looked at my boyfriend and said, I hope you appreciate how great her boobs are. My boyfriend then shoved him good and got held back before anything got violent. Everyone scatters, the bar lights come on, and we leave. I immediately text one of the assistant managers what happened. She says she's sorry, and we go about our night. Then the next day by 2 p.m., there is nothing new said to me. I text her and tell her I would... I would like to talk to her about what happened. We have a phone call and where this is where I tell her what happened and how I don't know what to do now. She tells me I should write her a report about what happened and bring it to her, but she's going to see what she should do. About 30 minutes later, I receive a phone call from my general manager saying how he's sorry about what happened. He supports me and that the perpetrator was very sorry and I should come in on Wednesday so that he can apologize to me in person. He was very lighthearted and almost jokingly in the call said things like, well, you don't think he's really evil, do you? He tells me after I come in for the apology, I can decide if I want to go to the higher ups about it or not. The company is small. There's only two stores and we don't have an HR. And actually, the man who did this is usually the one who handles HR's business. Okay. I, I, even if there's more. Yeah. Um, no, that's it. Okay. She's just saying what she should do now. So if you're asking what would Eric mm -hmm. Eric would hire a lawyer. Yeah. She asked in the end. I like, understand should she... if it's a small company. Mm -hmm. It feels like they're trying to minimize what happened and yeah. act like it's no big deal oh you don't think he's really evil do you he, he the gaslighting too many mm -hmm. those excuses have been perpetrated upon women mm -hmm. for so long and you have to think i at least i hope and believe mm -hmm. that we have evolved as a society enough to where we don't just pass that kind of behavior yeah. off as just having one too many it's just not okay. Mm -hmm. No different than I can't walk up to a male coworker, grab his junk, mm -hmm. and be like, God damn, you know, Vinny, get your packing heat today, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I can't do that, nor can I do that to a female yeah. coworker. Yeah. And there should be no tolerance. Yeah. And to even say, hey, I'm sorry that happened. Let's just put it behind. No, no. you don't put that behind yeah. you, number one, because it'll never stop. Mm -hmm. Number two, this person then gets a green light. And then if, there's something else that happens, mm -hmm. and then you do finally decide to take action. They're going to ask you, well, why did you wait till now? Why mm -hmm. didn't you do it before? Clearly, you weren't that offended or whatever, right? And then they start victim shaming, mm -hmm. which is abhorrent in and of itself to do that. So what would Eric do? Eric would find a good labor attorney mm -hmm. right away. You have causes of action for hostile work environment, failure to supervise, uh, you know, uh, unwanted touching or battery, sexual mm -hmm. battery, assault. Depending on what state she's in, there may be different names for these yeah. causes of action. But what's also important is this. This was a company-sponsored event yeah. where they were openly, clearly serving alcohol, not monitoring the amount of mm -hmm. alcohol intake, because if they were, they would have stopped somebody from getting drunk or sloshed or whatever. So the company is not only complicit, they are, in my mind, equally responsible. Mm -hmm. They have deeper pockets probably than this worker. Go after them, kid. Yep. All right. Scam by the Christmas tree company. <laughs> that one we can laugh at. Nothing <laughs> Hi, everyone. My wife and I purchased 
you're going to hear how much this tree cost. I thought it was insane, but okay. my wife and I purchased a, a standard seven foot Christmas tree with clear lights from company A, as they call it, for $900 ahead of last year's holiday season. What? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Anyways, tree was faulty. The bottom and the top connections were loose. The lights flickered on and off. So we returned the tree and was promised by the company that we would receive a replacement by June. I called in June. I called in July and I was promised a replacement in September. Then I called in October and I was promised a replacement in weeks, noting that there were now in stock and that we should receive a notification any day now. I received the notification, but it said our tree is now discontinued and no longer available. We're now being given the option to choose a new tree of equal value. Mind you, their warranty page on their site states that they may replace the tree with either a style that is identical or the closest compatible style available, or provide a credit towards a replacement tree if they cannot repair or replace. There are only three standard seven-foot options available, one that's identical to the model, but this has clear LED lights and optional color lights and two other trees that we don't really care for. The identical tree is now 1,600, which is 700 more than what we paid for initially for the same tree, but with clear lights instead of the LED color. Company A has now raised the price for the identical tree significantly since the holiday season. It was around 1,100 last year, but they will not replace our faulty now discontinued tree. What should I do? Um, okay, so this is a little shocking to, to me because if our listeners don't know, we may lose some listeners now, but I am Jewish. Yeah. So I have no fucking idea how much Christmas trees. They're not, no, I, we just got ours and it's the artificial one and it was $300. So I'm confused like, on uh, why they're paying. Even so that to me is like a little outrageous, <laughs> right? It's kind of like a plastic tree or whatever, yeah. but okay. Uh, so number one, I don't know where they live or why Christmas trees are so expensive wherever yeah. you're at. Maybe yeah. they're like in a desert where they have to ship them like overseas or whatever, but honestly, Okay, stupidity points to people that spend a thousand dollars on it. Especially for a seven foot one. That's what I'm not. I don't even know the difference. All, all I know is that no tree is worth a thousand dollars to me. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even. Okay. I, not to be a jerk. <laughs> I wouldn't even save a tree for a thousand dollars. Like I, you know, come on. Sorry. I know. I know. I know. Oxygen. <laughs> all right. But what can they do? I don't think they can really do much because the policy is clearly stated on the website. They likely had to agree to the terms of service before they purchased. But the, the, the terms say that they're supposed to get the same identical tree. If it's available, right? But if the manufacturer discontinued it, that's no fault that's of the provider. Well, they have an identical one, just the lights are different. Oh, well, then that's yeah. as close to, right? Because yeah. it says identical or yeah. close to. Yeah, but compiled. they don't want to give them that one because it's $700 well, more now. Okay. So that's what yeah. I would do if I were them. Yeah. I would demand that one say, look, yeah. I don't care why the price is different or not. That's not the point. This is what I got. It never worked. I asked five times to replace it, whatever. You didn't. Mm -hmm. That's what the most next compatible one that you know closest to what I required. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not paying another dime. You can refund my nine hundred, or you can yeah. do this one. Yeah. Chances are they'll refund them. Yeah, they won't lose the money like and, that. And right, and if that's the case, for the love of God, buy a cheaper fucking tree. Yeah. Use that money to buy gifts for your fa your families <laughs> or whatever. Or like give it to. Give it yeah, to I don't cost. understand. Right, give it yeah. give it to like Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Right, like buy, like you said, buy a three hundred dollar yeah. fucking Christmas bush. <laughs> and give the other 600 to some local charity that will actually help people yeah. during this holiday season. Honestly, you know what? I'm at, you know what? Fuck them. Don't, you know what? I hope <laughs> they lose everything. I'm just, the more I think about it, that's just, that's so aggravating. You have starving people in the world. And the, 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 the issue of this person is they yeah. spent close to a thousand dollars on a tree. tree with clear no, they lights. did. It was a thousand a hundred. Yeah. Saying, yeah. Like, with clear fucking led light yeah. or whatever. Give me a, talk about first world yeah. problems. Wait, 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 wait. It's their money. It's not the point. I know. I'm just saying it's it's annoying to me. 
And then and, and then they, they go on a legal blog, like what you know, what was this one? You know what? If you can afford a thousand dollar tree, go hire pay a lawyer to go deal with it for you. Fuck you. If you can afford the tree, you can afford another one. That's it. So That's go it. ahead. Right. And while you're at it, while you're going to that lawyer's <laughs> office to spend five grand to recover your thousand, how about throw a few hundred bucks to some like needy you know, yeah. family or something yeah. like that? Or your local like, you know, mission or soup kitchen or something. I want to know, you know what, what tree it is. Yeah, it's like I hate to say it. I had a client. I can't. I can't give her name, but she was like so phony in everything she says or mm-hmm. does or did. She's not a client anymore. It used to be so aggravating. Like I used to honestly. I mean, if you, if you, if for anybody out there that knows me, it does not take a lot once you're under my skin for me to like kind of snap. Yeah. And I, it's because it's a client, and and it's time they had a balance that they didn't pay yet. So I had to be like super nice and I'm just like clenching my fist and biting my tongue. Every time she opens her fucking filthy mouth, <laughs> I just wanted to scream. Like I wanted to reach across and cut her fucking head off, put it in a fucking camera bag somewhere. And, yeah. I just, and, and she was like so that. fake. Everything she said, she had one of those like voices that, you know, not, it's not like her real voice. Yeah. It's like her talking and meetings voice, yeah. you know, and I hate to say it, but she would misuse words, oh. you know, you know, Oh, well, Eric is expeditious when it comes to like, no, that means I'm super fast <laughs> and I'm not, I'm trying to be thorough. You meant to say thorough, right? Like Eric is thorough in his work, not expedition, but after oh, I corrected yeah. her once, she got like embarrassed and go, and then like, oh. and then she kind of mad dogged me. Like she got mad that I did that. So oh. I, I just didn't do it anymore. But that's what this person reminds me. Yeah. Of, okay. So do me a favor, take your bullshit problem. <laughs> I mean, how much time do yeah. you have? To go on Reddit or some other, and solicit advice from random unknown people about your fucking Christmas tree problem. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm a little salty today. I had a mishap <laughs> earlier and I had to like take an extra trip home yeah. and back. Uh, and I was like in the car for like two and a half hours, just wasted time today. So I'm a little ornery when it comes, you know, anyway. But but this kind of thing, honestly, it's, no, yeah. it's, it's just upset. Because I just don't understand what kind of tree it is. I've seen, like, even, like, the nine-foot trees that, like, Home Depot aren't even tree, that big. Listen, like, that much. If that fucking tree cooked dinner also, <laughs> I wouldn't get it for $1,000. I mean, just saying. I mean, just, yeah, no, I know. I don't get it. For the most part. Look, if this were planted in their backyard, if they bought, like, a string of ficus trees or something, mm-hmm. and this was going to grow and bear fruit and beautify, that's one thing. The tree's up for, like, a fucking month. And, and it's I, fake. It's artificial. That's the worst part. It's not even a real tree. <laughs> and by the way, if you, if one, I was going to say, by the way, if you buy an artificial tree, which by the way, I'm all for it. Okay. I don't see a need to cut down. Yeah. I have artificial ones. Okay. If you buy an artificial tree, can you not reuse that same tree? Yeah. I mean, yeah. right. It's plastic for the most part or silicon. Right. Yeah. The whole, no, the whole hey, thing is plastic. So, yeah. I mean, give me a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, and, and let me, I'll share with the audience a little bit of Eric math. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eric would rather spend a hundred bucks on a cheap shitty tree that mainly lasts that month and buy that every year than spend 1100 for a tree I might use seven years in a row and they get Mm -hmm. tired of it. Okay. It's just not, fuck that. It's not, it's not worth it to me. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I I didn't mean to go on such a tangent. All right. right. Can I get fired because I don't want my promotion? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's hear this one. I I think I, I think I remember. Some backstory. I got offered a general manager position for a sporting goods store, but I don't want to take the position because last year during the holiday season, I was the interim general manager and it caused my anxiety, my stress, my physical and mental health to skyrocket. I was working long hours and I was barely seeing my wife and I do not want to put her nor myself through that again. 
I made my case to my supervisor about my experience, and she said that they don't have anyone else. So either I take the position or I resign and maybe even get demoted to a lower level management marketing marking making 50 cents making 50 cents more than minimum wage can a company force you to take a job that you don't want no but they can terminate you if you don't choose to accept like if they're eliminating your position or they're saying we have one opening for this and we're gonna you know if you don't want it no problem but we have to let you go then so you know i suppose they could do that um i i don't know how stressful working in a sporting goods store is on off holiday season hours, yeah. right? It might be the kind of thing where while it's very stressful for that month, right? And but just maybe you can get through it and... I know. wouldn't think that a sporting goods store well, would be that, holiday no, season. It's but... like soccer balls and footballs and tennis rackets and shoes and sports. I'm sure people yeah. buy that kind of stuff for the holidays yeah. and give gifts. Maybe. Especially like sporting, like jerseys. Yeah, that's right? true. Hats and jerseys, stuff that's like that. True. But uh, at the same time, oh, the other thing too, not that I'm advocating for this, but if he... It was all saying, right? Don't work hard, work smart. Mm -hmm. You're the general fucking manager. Schedule yourself the best time yeah. possible and make everybody else work the fuck yeah. up hours. Mm -hmm. And just be available when as needed, like for emergencies. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. And then if they fire you or they write you up, well, they're the ones that picked you. Hey, mm -hmm. this is my style. This is what you want. I'm just saying, right? If that might, maybe there's a compromise in there somewhere. Or okay. get a really good assistant manager to help you yeah. and, you know, make them do all the shitty shift work. I feel like. If they would have got paid more, they would do it because they like made it a point to mention that he's only getting fifty cents more an hour. So I feel like maybe that's also what he's saying. Like my stress is too high for just fifty cents. Well, okay, so, so that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I understand that. The other, the other thought. I don't know if this is one single store or if this is part of a franchise. Mm -hmm. If it's one single store, there may not be much more room. Yeah, yeah, of box, course, right? yeah. You might max mm -hmm. out at that. If this is like a larger national franchise, maybe the difference of 50 cents an hour or more doesn't mean much now. But if there's potential room for bigger growth through like a regional management mm -hmm. or something up in, you know, higher up in the corporate structure, then, you know, maybe this is the path everybody has to take. Yeah. By the way, that, that because <laughs> we record this live, we don't edit. That siren is outside of our office <laughs> on Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills. We get this at least twice yeah. a day. Yeah. So. Just we try to drown it out like we did. Our address is on the internet. <laughs> right. Google it and you know where we are. For her, we didn't see. Jennifer made a face when he said when we're at. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's fair enough. All right. Okay. So I didn't give our house away. Yeah. You know, the home address. All right, go ahead. Okay. I was a passenger in a bad drunk driving accident, and the dri driver got off with no legal repercussions. Right before Christmas, I was a passenger in a car driven by my former boyfriend who insisted on driving me home. He drove at full speed into a traffic pole and he and we both ended up at the ICU at five in the morning on Christmas Eve. I ended up with eight broken bones and internal bleeding and spent five days in the hospital and the rest of the holiday season bedridden on heavy painkillers with a broken back. I remember when I was released from the hospital, my discharge paper included information um, on alcohol abuse and safe driving. So they had clearly taken my BAC at some point they assumed I was a driver for some reason. I had to go back to the hospital and clear that assumption up when I could function again. The officer in charge of our case contacted me trying to get in touch with the driver. I gave him the driver's information and I assumed there would be DUI charges at the very least since he almost killed me and was clearly drunk. However, the officer told me, and this is quote from an email he sent me, hopefully he learned from his mistake and he doesn't put his and another life in danger ever again. It's been almost a year and it took me four months to fully to be fully mobile again. I still have scars on my abdomen and nerve pain in my 
my back. His auto insurance paid my medical bills, but I know he has driven drunk since the accident and it makes me feel like he hasn't learned anything at all. Is there anything I can do at this point? I know it's been nearly a year, but I can't stand that he's moved on from this only to continue the same behavior. Well, the first question is when his insurance covered her medical, did she hire a lawyer and go through this process? If she did and she got whatever she got settlement wise, that's pretty much the end of it. Mm -hmm. Private citizens, contrary to what a lot of people think when you hear something that says, well, I'm going to press charges. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. The only people that can press charges is the district attorney or city attorney. Mm -hmm. In Los Angeles, you have a city attorney which says misdemeanors, mm -hmm. district attorney that does felonies, or the United States Attorney's Office, which does with federal prosecution. Mm -hmm. Regular John Doe citizen, you know, John Q citizen, you and me, we can't file press charges. We yeah. can testify yeah. Right, or whatever, but it's not up to us. Anyway, so there's probably not a lot you can do. It sounds like lazy police work that's, mm -hmm. that happens, especially if she knows where to get the guy. Okay. Now, if the insurance covered her medical just as part of the policy, mm -hmm. but she didn't sue him or get a lawyer, get one. Yeah. She can sue him for her. I don't think she did. Yeah. yeah she can sue him for her pain and suffering, mm -hmm. lost wages, all that kind of stuff. He has insurance, clearly, right? He may not have money, but his insurance will have to step in and deal with that. So she needs to get a personal injury attorney, especially since she wasn't the driver. And I would go that route. At least consult. Most, of, most if not all, are going to give her a free consultation. Mm -hmm. Show them the facts. Show them the police report. Show me an email from the detective. And yeah. go from there. But that's what I would do. Okay, last one. I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to give you the titles. All right. Okay. Is my apartment complex liable for stolen packages if they designate a drop-off area? No. The next one. Beyonce in jail for the past three weeks being sent to rehab on prescription medication makes up violation. Okay, that sounds interesting. Okay. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure exactly, but okay. This is the first time she's ever posted to Reddit. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it does. I'm 40, and my fiance, 41, has been in jail for the past three weeks on failing repeated drug tests for Aver Health. We couldn't understand how she was failing these tests after she got locked up. I searched the house. No paraphernalia, no drug, anything. We both are recovering drug addicts, and I recently celebrated my three-year anniversary. No opiates and two and a half, no speed. She has two and a half for both, and we've spent the past two years healing ourselves and as individuals. We both started going to couples counseling to improve our relationship. We spent a lot of our time together, and I never saw her acting strange. She even recently got a promotion at her job that's up in the air. Her tests were through AverHealth, and from what I've seen, they have a lot of lawsuits for the same thing. They want to send her to rehab until mid-January, which is not needed and waste and a waste of money. The system has failed her and I relied on her income to live. Money is tight as it is and now I'm alone for the holiday season. Her lawyer says to sue them when she gets out, but do you guys have any more advice on this? Well, okay, so first, that last part of the question is really the problem. She has a lawyer already? No, Oh. he, he depends on her income. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hate to say yeah. it. Look, it's possible that she was given false positives yeah. from the testing company. If there have been multiple tests and they all come back positive, chances are they're not all false positives. That's true. Drug addicts have an uncanny skill in how to hide their using, mm -hmm. especially if they're with somebody that's been mm -hmm. sober or clean for a period of time. Mm -hmm. The idea that I'm three years clean off of one, two and a half years off the other, she's he's two and a half years clean. Yeah. So is she. And that's great. It's commendable. Mm -hmm. That is not an easy thing at all mm -hmm. under any circumstance, especially uh, opiates or uh, stimulants like meth or speed, crystal, yeah. whatever. Those are very, very, very highly addictive drugs. Mm -hmm. Having said that, oftentimes people that are in relationships through sobriety 
have rose tinted glasses. Yeah. You cannot see yeah. when their partner or loved mm -hmm. one has fallen off the wagon or relapses. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that that happened. Mm -hmm. And he may know much better than we do. I mean, I've never met these people. I have no idea. I'm mm -hmm. just, okay. But reading between the lines, he may need a reality check. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other way to, well, although if she's incarcerated right now, it's probably too late. Yeah. Uh, I would just go to another company. I would just do a private drug test. Yeah. You can buy yeah. them. You yeah. can buy like tests for like 16 substances. Yeah. You know, like over the counter. Yeah. You, you Amazon has them. Yeah. yeah. You get on Amazon. Yeah. So maybe I would have done that first. Like, let me, let's do it yourself. And by the way, if she truly was clean and these are false positives, she should have no problem telling her boyfriend, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. Do it. Of course. Yeah. In that place, I would have been. I would have looked and for any option. Yeah. She's like, no, that's a principle. I, if you don't trust yeah. me, then you know what? You're right. Yeah. I don't trust you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but that's, that's what I yeah. would have done uh, early on. Now it might be too late. The lawyer that says sue them when she gets out. I'll tell you the problem with that is when she gets out, drugs will likely already be out of her system. Yeah. So and they can't test. Prove she was mm -hmm. clean back when they tested her. So, I think they're just hoping on using all the lawsuits against them and just being like, it's I think they try. I'm yeah. just saying, mm -hmm. that, by the way, I think is the bigger hurdle. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying if they would have done an over-the-counter test, yeah. at the very least, if it came back negative, they could say to Aver Health or whomever, or the employer, look, we just need to do a different lab. Mm -hmm. Aver came back positive. We tested at home. A day later, it's negative. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's what I would have done. But what can I tell you? Mm -hmm. Too bad for them. All right. And that's, that's going to be it for the episode. Our cookies are here. But <laughs> all right. So thank you all for listening. Remember to follow our show on whatever you're streaming it on and give us a follow on all of our social medias. You can find us on Instagram at the Bensama Confirm, on Twitter and on TikTok at Bensama Confirm. Our website's eblawfirm.us. And you can email us at info at eblawfirm.us. And shout out to our four folks in Thailand. And UK too. And the yeah, UK. UK. Keep on yeah. All right. Long live the queen. <laughs> King Charles now. Yeah, he died. Day. She died. Oh, the king. <laughs> king Charles. Long may okay. he reign. Okay. All right. Okay. All right.